It's a Two Bell Tuesday. Very, very special day. Breakfast with Kent. Uh, we're going to talk about the Colts receivers, including Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman, after the game against the Browns on Sunday, kind of let loose some complaints about not being used appropriately and not being used often enough, as though maybe he's not a part of the offense anymore. Nothing could be further from the truth. The statistics tell you he's having a hell of a year. I know this is a big year for him financially, that what he's going to make over the course of his career is going to be determined in large part by what he does this year, the kind of productivity he brings to the Colts. He's bringing productivity. I have no idea what the complaints are about. Of course, people want the ball more often, but my goodness, he's getting fed. So is Josh Downs, Alec Pierce. Not getting fed so much. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about what needs... Hey, Chris Olave arrested. He must be suspended for this arrest. Must be suspended. The NFL, the Saints, they've got to show a backbone to these uh, habitual speeders. We'll talk about his arrest and how it's got to require a suspension by the NFL or the New Orleans Saints. We'll talk about Tom Allen a little bit. Is he safe? Is he in peril? Could he be fired at the end of the season? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Pacers. They're opening their season tomorrow night at Cambridge Fieldhouse against the Washington Wizards. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is getting paid. Yo, this is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, October 24, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson's the best. Best plumber in the world. You get a chance to hire the best, you hire the best. He's worked on our house five, six, seven times. I don't know. And it's not all about pipes breaking. It's about upgrades to your plumbing. Hot water heater installation, that kind of thing. Garbage disposal. You need a new one? He does all of that stuff. Give him a call. 765-610-8809 is the number. All right. Subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to Two Big Brains. And guess what? The contents of this prize egg could be yours. What's in it? We saw yesterday, but I'll open it because it's dramatic and I love props. It's just that simple. We have in this bag, this is, as you will see, an autographed Jonathan Taylor jersey, which is a fantastic piece of unmistakably valuable memorabilia. We love Jonathan Taylor again. For a while, it was kind of it was kind of touch and go with the love, but that's what it is. And we also have this very very cool uh, nameplate. So if you want to get it framed and you want to display it in your home, this is an absolute uh, you know this is a great part of the gift. There you go. That donated by a fan of the show and a uh, a new friend I had lunch with yesterday. Very very nice. Uh, like this video because it's the polite Hoosier hospitality thing to do. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. Very good. Thank you very much, Ronald. I appreciate that. Let's talk about Michael Pittman and the Indianapolis Colts receivers, what they are projected to do this season based upon their statistics over the first seven games. Michael Pittman Jr. right now is on pace for 102 catches, 1,188 yards, five touchdowns. He's averaging 11.6 yards per catch. That's good. That's going to get him paid. His value is somewhere 18 to $20 million a year. I'm going to guess somebody, the Colts, I hope, are going to sign him to an extension 
that reflects that value. I think Michael Pittman Jr., in fact, I know, he is a very, very smart guy, and he is aware of his value on this team. Second-round draft pick out of the University of Southern California, Josh Downs, in his rookie season, is on a pace for 80 catches, 974 yards, and five touchdowns, 11, or 12.2 yards per catch. That's really, really good. I mean, for a rookie, holy hell, he's going to be all rookie in the NFL, given those numbers, if he continues to produce, and he looks like he's going to. He just finds holes in zones. That's what he does, and he does it at a really high level. Alec Pierce, 34 catches he's on pace for, 491 yards, 14.4 yards per catch. Got to get Alec Pierce a little bit busier. He was busier this past week with three catches, but you got to get him the football at a little bit higher level. Uh, People worried about his hands. That's the one thing I don't worry about. He, He has a little bit of trouble getting clearance, you know, getting open against man-to-man, a little bit tough for Alec Pierce in a place where he can catch a football, but when the ball is thrown to him, he is really good at catching it, not a lot of drops. So uh, really good by the receivers, and the running game is in good hands with Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. The tight ends, I'd like to see more productive, but you know what? You only got so many balls to throw. If you're Gardner Minshew, he completed 15 passes this past week on 23 attempts. You can't run the ball 40 times and throw the ball 50 times. There just aren't that many snaps. So you've got to be judicious with where you deliver the football and how you invest your calls as far as gaining, reaching the line to gain, as people say, and putting the ball in the end zone. And they're going to have to do it this weekend. Chris Olave, the leading receiver for the Saints, He, uh, with 39 catches this year, 471 yards and a touchdown, he was going 70 and a 30. Arrested Monday night for, that's last night, for reckless driving. You can't tolerate this if you're the NFL. You have got to put your foot down and stop these renegade speeders from destroying our communities with their velocity. You have got to suspend Chris Olave and send a message across the league that speeding will not be tolerated. Roger Goodell has got to put his $60 million a year foot down and make sure that Chris Olave and the rest of the league understands that you can't go 70 and a 30 and there's nothing like a one-game suspension for Chris Olave to send that message. Uh, The last time the Colts beat the Saints was in 2007, the opening game of that 2007 season. Big party downtown. Remember, Faith Hill performed, and there was a big party at the Hilbert Circle Theater with, I can't even count, the number of Pro Football Hall of Famers that were there. It was awesome, and my wife beat them all in thumb wrestling, minus Cordell Stewart, who refused to participate, and... Uh, Anthony Munoz, who couldn't because his fingers are just gnarled. There's no way that man could thumb wrestle. But Jack Youngblood, Jack Ham, uh, on and on and on. The number, I think Jim Plunkett, uh, Fred Blitnikoff, Deacon Jones, who's the coolest guy in the history of the world at that party. It was just awesome to sit around and get to know these guys. There's like very few people in the party, but they were all pro football Hall of Famers and us. It was ridiculous. Great party. That was the last time the Colts beat the Saints. 
lost in the Super Bowl, and they lose roughly every four years, 2011, 2015, 2019. Now they play again in 2023. This is not a very good Saints team. They are three and four as well. Their defense, not too bad. But you look at who they played to this point in the season, they haven't played offenses that are really very good. So it's difficult to assess the level of defense being played by this team based upon the offenses that they've faced. I think the Colts are in really, they're two-point favorites in this game. I would make them a five-point favorite. I think that they win this game. And the Colts are playing better football. They just got to take better care of the ball. The Saints, you know what they don't have? They don't have Miles Garrett. And that's a good thing. The Colts are done facing Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett wrecked that game at a level that even the back judge for uh, the game couldn't. Scott Gilley says, any Jelani updates? Haven't heard anything in a while. He's in the locker room. Like, he's walking around. He looks okay. I, I, I mean, he's not sprinting, so that hamstring, I have no idea. But, well, we're going to find out hopefully soon. I don't think that the problem with the tight end position is personnel. Uh, you know, I you got guys. Jelani Woods maybe an upgrade over some of them, but I, I think it's kind of a sort of a gang of five where they're all roughly similar to one another. And I don't know whether it matters that Jelani Woods plays or not, tell you the truth. I love him. I want him to play. He's a really good dude. But, you know, I don't think that the Colts will sink or swim because of Jelani Woods' participation. Um, injuries for the Saints. We'll see where they're at this week. But uh, two starting tackles, and that's all the starting tackles uh, offensively, they were on the shelf this past week. It would be nice if they were there again. You would like Quiddy Pay and Dio Odangbo to be able to rush a passer unfettered by capable blockers. That would be a good thing for the Colts. Uh, we shall see. Um, Colts' offense is really playing pretty well at this point, minus turnovers, which is kind of like, as we always say, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you like the play? You've got to take care of the football. You've got to have two hands on the football. You cannot have strip sacks in, in multiples and win games. Not if you – look, and Shane Steichen said it yesterday – you got to keep the referees out of it. You know, the referees can cost you a game, and they did cost the Colts the game against the Browns. But you've got to keep them out of it. And the way you keep them out of it is taking care of the football and building the kind of lead that the Colts should have built against the Browns. To me, the Colts were 20 points better than the Browns last Sunday without the turnovers. Again, turnovers will get your ass beat. Uh, it would be great if Braden Smith healed up. That'd be nice. We'd like to see Braden Smith play. Nothing against Blake Freeland, but Braden Smith, a good right tackle. Uh, the Saints, 1.46 points per drive, 26 in the NFL. The Colts, 1.92 points per drive. That's a half point per drive better. Over the course of a game, that's about four or five points. That's why the Colts are going to win this game. Uh, if they win the next three, and the next three are winnable against the Saints, the Panthers, and the Patriots. Although the Patriots have a lot more uh, of a track record traveling. Like that, that game's going to be in Frankfurt, Germany, and you've got to travel to get to Frankfurt, Germany. And that requires a little bit of planning and a little bit of experience is helpful. 
So we'll see what happens in that game. But winning the next three, you get to six and four, all of a sudden you look pretty good maybe for a wild card berth. And who knows what the Jaguars are going to do. Jaguars kind of look better and better. We talked about that on Two Big Brains yesterday. Dan Dockich really likes the Jaguars right now. I'm not that sold, but we'll see. Uh, is it a done deal that Tom Allen cannot return? No, it is not. And it's not about the buyout. They got five games left. Let's let Indiana put the hay in the barn for the season before we start casting aspersions on Tom Allen and his future as a head coach of your Indiana Hoosiers. Indiana, when was the last time you sang that song jubilantly? Indiana did after they beat Akron in four overtimes. And since that performance, huh, not good stuff from Indiana football. Maybe they should stop that. The Pacers opener tomorrow night, 7 o'clock against the Wizards. The starters projected to be Tyrese Halliburton. We know he's going to start at the point. Benedict Matherin, Bruce Brown, Obi Toppin, and Miles Turner. Buddy Heald, TJ McConnell, Andrew Nebhard, uh, Jarris Walker, and Jalen Smith are kind of the second unit. That's a pretty good second unit. This is a team that should win 50 games, period. Uh, people are saying, oh, that's too aggressive. I think they're a 500 team. No, they were like seven games over 500 until Halliburton got hurt last year. This is a good basketball team ready to win 50 games now, and that is a standard to which they should be held. This should be a better team. Giannis getting paid, yo. Giannis, three years, $186 million. For those of you who were not math majors at Indiana University or anywhere else, that's $62 million a year. That is a lot of cash. They have a pretty good starting five. They got uh, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Malik Beasley, and Damian Lillard. Yikes. And then you've got uh, Bobby Portis, Jay Crowder, uh, Cameron Payne, and, and you, you know, you got Pat Connaughton coming off the bench. I liked him in the draft for the Pacers. Pacers decided not to take him. You know, that's the way it goes. Let's celebrate some birthdays today on this, what is going to be a beautiful Tuesday in central Indiana. I hope it's beautiful where you are. We have viewers everywhere. Perth, Australia, Iowa, uh, Georgia. The winner of the uh, Evans, Rashawn Evans jersey was from Georgia. Kentucky, New York, uh, Ohio, California, Oregon. Oregon checks in all the time on the comments. We love Oregon. Uh, birthdays, though. Becky Cole Moore, happy birthday. Shane Stone O'Brien, happy birthday. Bob Beasley, the great Bob Beasley celebrating a birthday. The great Chris Kurtz Olson celebrating a birthday. Joey, get back to making my smoothie. It's done. That smoothie isn't going to make itself. <laughs> Robert Sickle, happy birthday. Keith Craig McDonald, happy birthday. The great Bobby Cox celebrating a birthday, former IHSAA commissioner. Mark Lauder, Mark Lauder wields national political power. He's celebrating a birthday as well. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Say something nice to somebody about somebody, lift people up. Don't pull them down. We get yeah, enough yeah. of that, do we not? What? Lift people up. <sighs> There's no shutting her up once she starts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Why did we stop saying shut up? I think shut up is a great thing to tell people. Shut up! 
<laughs> Have a great day. Uh, coordinators today, they're talking to the media, and we'll have it right here on, on this channel. Cannot wait. Okay, you're all right. You okay? <laughs>